the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare from briefing.com, Chief Market Analyst for Briefing. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing well. Um, The holidays. Now, obviously, they're probably treating you well and me well, but how are the holidays treating Wall Street? Um, not so great. Uh, actually, not seeing okay. the same uh, seasonal cheer that uh, you've uh, have been accustomed to seeing in years past, and I think that's got uh, some market participants, uh, you know, on edge here. That uh, you're not seeing any of those, uh, not seeing the seasonality trade pan out uh, like a lot of people thought it would. I'm seeing a lot of analyst coverage from financial media predicting a, a tough 2016. Um, is it more than usual, or is it just me maybe seeing it a little bit more than usual? Um, you know, I, it, it's probably you could say that it's more than usual only because uh, the punditry has been primarily bullish for many years now, and of course, just given the time of year, this is when all of the you know the market outlooks are are published, and so there's probably you know sinking into your. Uh, uh, your level of awareness that, that there's more negative views here than you might have been hearing in years past. Um, you know, I recently published uh, our market view uh, for 2016 uh, last Friday, uh, and you can count me in that camp. That's really not expecting uh, uh, anything too terrific for 2016, um, you know, based on some deteriorating fundamental factors uh, uh, that are probably going to make for a, you know, a, a tough investing environment next year. What's the big risk out there? What's what's causing concern in your head? Uh, well, the big risk, you know, that I see uh, relates to you know the Fed's monetary policy approach, uh, right? So the Fed has trying to thread this needle uh, by moving you know off the zero bound at a time when um, broader economic conditions, in our opinion, are not as uh, strong or as are as encouraging looking as the Fed wants us all to believe they are. And I think the risk here uh, is is on either side here, right? If you get subsequent data that comes in uh, weaker than expected on the growth or the inflation fronts, uh, then the Fed will be accused of moving too soon and choking off the, you know, the nascent recovery. Uh, on the flip side, if you get data that shows a stronger than expected or faster than expected acceleration in either growth or inflation, then the Fed gets accused of being behind the curve in fighting inflation, and then the market's going to have to account for the possibility 
that it sees more uh, rate hikes from the Fed in 2016 than the market currently expects. And the market's not braced for that latter reality in particular, and that's probably the biggest risk I see here in 2016 uh, would be if the market has to uh, readjust to the idea of the Fed raising rates faster than it has expected to this point. I'm looking at your The Big Picture article at briefing.com right now about 2016, and I'm looking at some of the sectors that you've got the growth estimates for. Would you tend to say maybe these are the ones that the growthier sectors like financials and healthcare and materials uh, would be where you want to put your new money to work, or is that chasing higher valuations, or am I extrapolating too much from a very simple chart? Right. Well, you know, these are these are the current uh, consensus estimates as uh, as uh, gathered by S and P Capital IQ. Um, and the thing about those growth estimates is that they've all you know come in since the end of the third quarter reporting period, and certainly since the start of 2015. Um, you know, my uh, general takeaway though from uh, looking at the year ahead and then the earnings growth outlook is that earnings growth estimates are still too high. Uh, they're likely to be subject to downward revision. And again, that falls back to that point I made earlier that we're just not simply as optimistic about the outlook as the Federal Reserve would, would you know, like us and everyone else to be. Uh, we think that the dollar is not going to roll over um, like everyone thinks or a lot of people think it will, and that's going to create some continued headwinds for multinationals' earnings prospects. Um, you know, we're not thinking that, you know, oil prices are going to come, you know, barreling back to any great degree. Um, and we still think that just aggregate demand globally is is weak. And so you're not going to see that revenue growth that helps translate to uh, to stronger bottom line growth. And so those are some issues there. So, um, so we're not placing a lot of confidence or faith in the consensus growth estimates that we're seeing right now. And I think in general, though, uh, when you look at the investment landscape in 2016, it, it will be more of that stock pickers uh, market that a lot of people are, are talking about right now. I just really think that just given that the broader market valuation is stretched, and I think within any sector where you're going to be working, you simply need to orient your, your mindset to those companies that have the strongest balance sheets because it could be um, some tough sledding in 2016. With that said, how bad can the sledding be? If you were to guesstimate a 10% correction, a 20% correction, are we looking at uh, you know worse than that, or you don't want to put a number on it? Well, you know, I don't think it, 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 we really would want to put a number on it. Uh, the marketplace is dynamic; the, the outlook will change. And what I tend to stick to primarily is, you know, from a fundamental analyst standpoint, is is you know what's going on with earnings growth estimates, right? Um, you know, right now that consensus growth estimate calls for about 8% growth in 2016. So one might say, well, you should have an optimistic viewpoint about the market then. Well, I don't only because I don't have faith in those estimates. And I would point out that the growth estimate for 2015 at the end of 2014 was for 8.8% growth. And here we are, we're probably going to see negative uh, 0.6 or so uh, uh, growth in terms of um, operating earnings on the S&P 500. So you can see how things can change as the year unfolds. Um, so I think that we'll be lucky to have a, you know, a flat year. Um, and I think that uh, there's a 
reasonable probability that you do see somewhat of a, of a correction period here of a greater than 10% pullback. Uh, and, you know, and then we'll just reassess as we go along here in terms of what's going on in that, uh, the macro landscape and, and how the outlook might change or potentially deteriorate from there. Who should I vote for, in your opinion, if I want the stock market to be strong? Now, again, I'm not talking politics and personal issues. I'm talking about if I want to be greedy and go for a strong stock market. Yeah, you know, Rob, I mean, I really don't have a strong opinion here. Okay. I think that there's the, the, the general view of things that it seems to be that if you want a, a you know higher market, you should you know vote for a Republican only because Republicans seem to be oriented around the idea that you cut taxes and, you know, uh, uh, reduce spending and things of that nature. However, you know, anyone on the Democratic side could come back right at you and say, well, you know, there's a Democratic president right now and the stock market's had a, has had a phenomenal run, uh, you know, during President Obama's uh, uh, time in office. And so, you know, I just don't, uh, I think you kind of have to remove yourself from, you know, uh, from that political divide and really just look at fundamental factors, you know, what's going on with interest rates, what's going on with inflation, what's going on with earnings, you know, that's what you need to, you know, orient your mindset around uh, and not so much, I think, uh, who's sitting in the Oval Office. Anything else that you're working on right now that can get us prepped a little bit for next year? Um, well, you know, as I look, uh, you know, in the coming week here, um, you know, my focus will probably be more on a year in review type of, of piece. There's certainly there's a lot to get your mind around as it related to 2015. But, um, you know, 2016, again, I'm, I'm going to be focused squarely on, um, you know, what we're hearing from these companies out of the first quarter reporting period or the fourth quarter reporting period and their guidance for 2016 and, and the first quarter. That's going to help sort of set the bar for me in terms of uh, how I start to consider my market view and, and any changes to it as uh, the year begins to unfold. I tend to personally like to go f try to find some value out there. And the thing that I'm seeing a lot of value in potentially, potentially is oil. But I, I couch it by saying you have to have a time horizon of at least five years. Um, and that kind of gives me enough space to wiggle out of it in case I'm wrong in the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. uh, am I thinking the right way? I think you absolutely are. You know, I think, you know, what I said in our market view update was essentially if your time horizon doesn't stretch past 2016, you have to have a more conservative mindset when it comes to investing in the stock market uh, in the coming year. Uh, if you have a longer term orientation, then you have that implicit benefit of additional time on your side. And so you can start to dip your toes in the water, if you will, in something like oil, which is down, what, 70% from its uh, high in July of 2014. Uh, and you can start looking at, you know, building some long-term positions and beating down areas, not just in energy, but potentially in the materials, uh, some of those retail names, uh, some of the transportation companies, right? Uh, but it's not an environment where you go all in right now on those types of names because the sledding could still be rough over the near term. But look for those companies and those sectors that have the best balance sheets, and that's probably a good place to start building some of those longer-term positions. Thank you very much, Mr. O'Hare. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. He's given us a great year of insights and uh, it looks into the market from his strategic point at briefing.com. Briefing is a great website, solid information, both domestic and international. Uh, 
Uh, it's got a ton of information, calendars on earnings, uh, portfolios where you can track your own portfolio and see the news tied towards coming in. A lot of um, insightful articles like ahead of the curve and the big picture. He starts me off every day with page one. Uh, there's special reports. There's emerging growth stocks. There's momentum scans. Um, there's industry insights on uh, ETFs. Tons of good information. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find more information about briefing at briefing.com. I'm Rob Black. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.